All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Carter Kramer. It's my good friend, Mike McGowan. Uh, we are currently recording our first attempt at an episode for our new podcast called Why Not Us? And Mike and I have spent a lot of time having discussions about, you know, how do we how do we unite people? How do we give people a voice? Um, how do we how do we get back to a well-connected, well-driven United States of America? Um, Mike, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit yeah. about yourself, maybe a little bit about how you and I met? Um, and yeah, we'll just well, kind of dive I, in. What details you want to put in the meeting? Well, I would, I mean, we'll like PG-13 we'll version. We'll work that out. There's kids watching, no, so, potentially. So, so hello, everyone. My name is Mike McGowan, as, as Carter mentioned. Um, uh, I currently live in Arizona. We're doing the podcast here in Iowa. As you can see, some of the Iowa artifacts yeah, behind us in the man cave. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, uh, I spent, right out of high school, I spent nine years in the Marine Corps. I was a, uh, I was a counterintelligence guy in the Marine Corps. Thanks for your service, uh, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, did, did a few tours uh, here and there. Uh, been around the world, 35 countries, uh, some, some of this, some of that, some of the stuff I yeah. talk about, but, um, <laughs> I, I'll tell you that that experience like completely changed me the first time, yeah. right? Completely changed me the first time. And so without that experience, without boot camp and without a drill instructor, without those years, I was, I was in a ditch. I was, yeah. was going to be in a ditch somewhere. So I, I, I got out, I went into corporate America, been pretty successful, um, have, you know, run a couple of companies, uh, currently running one now with, with you, yeah. um, working with you with, you know, with, with Holtz, um, which you'll, we'll talk about later, but, uh, but had a kind of a second awakening, if you will, more recently, and which kind of spawned this idea of this podcast that this kind of discourse, this kind of debate, this kind of one-on-one yeah. -on -one conversation. Yeah. I mean, in this podcast, we're going to tell yeah. each other to fuck off. Oh, exactly. A exactly. lot of times. And it doesn't, it doesn't happen anymore because people right. are too scared to do it. Right. So let's so so let, let us do it, and maybe maybe it gives some some onus to folks out there to say, let's have a real discussion. It's not this. It's not typing behind a behind yeah, a name keyboard warrior, keyboard warrior, right? Like right. It's, it's it's let's have an actual discussion yeah. about actual topics that mean something. It's not going to be for everybody, right? Oh, right. absolutely. I don't, right. goal, I don't think our goal. I don't think our goal is to mass no, market. It, it's to, not, to it's not going to be for everybody, but yeah. it's going to be for people that I think. Whoops that grew up the way we did, yeah. right? Grew up with some, I'd say, values. Right. You know, we, but, but we here's both the thing. had speed bumps. But, but, that, but that being said, man, like yeah. you, you just mentioned, you know, part of your background, traveling the world, you know, that's yeah. that's not me, right? I'm a I'm a kind of an isolated guy. I grew up in a, you know, middle of nowhere in Iowa. It's just an interesting, right, that I, I don't have nearly the same experience. However, I think from a business perspective, from a teamwork perspective, yeah. Yeah. from a leadership perspective, that's where you and I get into some really fun and exciting conversations because it's amazing how, if you allow these discussions to happen, guys like you and I that, hey, we've got some really similar core values, but yes. we've had totally different paths, yeah. bro, yeah. right? Yeah. Totally different paths. Yeah. Not neither, not to say one's right or wrong, not to say there's, but however, no, but but the, but we have totally different experience. But the difference in experience makes the, makes so the, makes it fun, right? Yeah. It's, and I, I can learn something from someone like you who has experience I don't have. And that's what we're hoping for from this. Yes. That people can learn not only maybe from some of the things that we've done or some of the places we've been or some of the businesses we've some run. Some of the mistakes that we've made. Of, <laughs> a lot of the mistakes. A lot we've of made, the mistakes. Right? Oh, but, but, but also, engage in their own conversations like this right you know on a on a, on a thursday night watching a game right yes it, it, instead of sitting behind a computer or constantly on their phone or right. whatever the case might be right like that that is it's killing us yeah it's killing us as a society absolutely right there's the, the patriotism's at an all-time low the, the will to work's at an all-time low all of the all the things that that built this country yeah i feel like have gone by the wayside yeah, absolutely. And I think both you and I have been in times in our life where we've been extremely down and out. Oh, yeah. You know, nothing's going right. You feel like you're spinning your wheels and oh my gosh. And at the same time, we don't discount the amount of opportunity that's out there. That's right. You know, we understand that, hey, we can, you know, we can go and make things happen. It may not happen in our time frame. It may not happen the way we want it to happen. But, you know, positive attitude, man, and showing up every day yeah. and, and getting up and showing up and doing the deal, that to me is what makes the difference between 
people. Yeah, and and I mean, you're you're alluding to like delayed gratification, right? Absolutely, yeah. Right? Like, and how sweet is it when it comes? Absolutely, right? yeah. Because because you, you cherish it. What you've done for the past seven years, what you've done for the past fifteen years, is now paying off. Yeah, it wasn't for not right, right? And it wasn't because we have a man cave that we're we're talking from. Yeah, right? like, yeah, we fuck ha- yeah. We, <laughs> I love we, this man cave. We, we have th- we have there's a golf simulator downstairs that you beat my ass in last night. Right? Like, <laughs> there's been a lot of meetings that have happened at that golf simulator, and that's where shit happened. I mean, yeah. I was I was always told, kind of coming up in the in the corporate world, that shit happens on the golf course. Yeah. Deals get done on the golf course. Yeah, absolutely. It's the same for a sit. But, but the, the difference is it doesn't matter if you're on a course or not. You're meeting with people. You're talking one-on-one and you're looking yes. into someone else's eyes. Correct. Right? Like that That matters. Absolutely. And the, and the, and yeah. the, and the fact that that seemed to have gone away. I mean, whether it's the, the COVID thing and Zoom meetings and all that kind of stuff. Great. Technology is awesome. But at the end of the day, you, you've got to look somebody in the This eye. is what's real. You've got to shake right? someone's hand and say, yes. yes, we're going to do this. And then stick by your word. Yeah. The thing and, is, man, you can't fake this, yeah, yeah. right? You can't, 100%. you can't just tell some story you want to tell when you're face to face with somebody in a, in a discussion. So, yeah. you know, and, and we, we've driven this wedge between people from wanting and being, being able to do that. Well, and, and, you know, I mentioned kind of my second like, well, you know, the second great thing that happened or the second awakening or whatever. And it was simply that, you know, there's, there's so, for so long, I said, you know, whatever's going on in the world, I don't care. Yeah. Right. Like whatever. I'm focused on my family. I'm focused on my kids. I'm focused on my career. Yeah. Like I'm focused. That's what we're on, taught to do as men, right? I'm, I'm focused on, is, yeah. I'm, I'm narrowly focused it's on priority one. What, what matters, priority number one. And I didn't give a shit about what's going on out there. Right. Well, the, I, I think things have gotten so out of hand that it, it's time to like refocus yeah. on what's going on out there while at the same time taking care of home. Yeah. Well, that's because, the thing, man. We can only affect what we can affect, which is really our immediate surroundings kids, right kids are going to school the spouse but is understanding going to what that effect is and has down the road the the yep. ripple you yep. know the wave effect of where that goes through our kids through mm-hmm. our kids friends through their our kids kids you know that's an ongoing yeah. legacy yeah. right yeah. we gotta we gotta make sure we're focused on that i think all the time yeah and it's hard to do man because the the short-sightedness of trying to be successful on a daily basis is difficult um Let's let's talk about something fun. Let's talk about how you and I met each other. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it was what a year and a half ago. Yeah, it's been yeah, um, it's been that long. The uh, so there there we both belong to a country club called Superstition uh, Superstition Mountain, Mountain Golf, Golf and Country Club, club yep. out in out in Gold Canyon, Arizona. I live in Mesa, um, and you have a home in Gold Canyon. Yep. Yep. Um, home there, sweet, yep. sweet, sweet little. Sweet nice little, view from the sweet patio little, there. Sweet yeah. little, I think it's like a golf, uh, like va- like a destination golf house kind of thing. Yeah, that's it's, what that's really great. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's and it's awesome. a great family gathering it spot. Is, dude. It's, it a, it's a great place. It's I, know, I, bring, I bring my girls out there, go swimming. And yeah, all yeah, it's so, awesome. By the way, um, so it's great. Like, uh, and we and we were both in a member guest tournament, and we were in the same flight. And uh, your partner was from here yep, in Iowa. Yep, someone I worked with here. My partner was a was a former baseball player by the name of Mike Timlin, who you grew up watching. Who we yeah, both it's one of my watching, childhood heroes. Who man. I who I met through a, so I, oh. a charity called you know <laughs> <Yes>. uh, <laughs> pitchers pitchers and pa- pitchers for patriots. And, um, and, and, you know, so him and I became fast friends. You put, you put either of us in a golf cart with someone for four hours. It's you, it's one of two ways, man. You guys either become really close. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, it's like, I'll see you later. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Nice, nice, nice round. Right. Yeah. So, so imagine me, right. This is, I'm, I'm walking up on this tee box and I see this big fucking guy (laughs) and next to him is Mike Timlin. And I'm kind of like, you know, like blinking, you know, like, Oh my gosh. And then I have to get up and like hit the first tee shot and I'm up there like shaking like a leaf, man. I'm like, Oh God, I'm going to shank this thing well, into Tim, the desert Tim, in front Tim of Mike Tim. Tim was six, five and his phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see. I mean, dude, he was, that was one of the things that made Timlin Timlin was he was like yeah. a super intimidating guy on the mound. He was, but the nicest man on earth. Oh, he's a great guy, dude. Yeah. I've, I've gotten, and, and honestly, dude, I've, I've had a chance to keep in touch with him. Yeah. You know, come to find out he's a bow hunter mm-hmm. and he's, you know, we have some of the same interests. He's yeah. a huge outdoors guy. Yeah. Um, and, and to be able to just connect with somebody and have those conversations and realize, dude, you have commonalities, there's common ground, right? Mm-hmm. One of, one of my old partners and, and myself, our, our company that we still maintain is called common ground capital. 
And that's one of the things that, you know, Chris really instilled in me was, dude, finding common ground with anybody that you connect with is such an important thing. And so many of our walls that come up, dude, I think come up based out of fear, right? There's, there's this fear that, oh my gosh, what if, what if, dude, it's okay. Be yourself, you know, ask questions, learn about people, learn about what's important to them. And somewhere in there, you find some commonality and go, Oh my gosh. And maybe you don't, and that's okay. And you go, Hey yeah, dude, nice fine. round. Yeah. 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 But, but, but when you make that connection yeah. with somebody and, and you meet a really good person or someone that you have really similar values and morals yeah. and ethics, yeah. it's like, it's, those are, those are really deep lifelong connections. In a lot of cases, you said it. Yeah. And we're, and we played what three, four holes. Before yeah. we're pissing our pants laughing. Oh, laughing, just, dude. Just telling stories. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just having a blast. And, just and, crush, and, just, and, and, and all of a sudden, you know, the golf situation like is like secondary I, and, I and it becomes wanna, easier. I just want everybody to know we won. We won that match. Yeah, but, well, but go ahead. But go ahead. Yeah, fuck off. Um, <laughs> could have left that out. It's a fuck. Come on. Anyway. I, I, anyway, we're telling. Okay. I'm, I'm telling the full so, story. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, from that time, we, we had some good. Yeah. Conversations you and yeah, I. Well, and, well he, and, this guy said, this guy says, Oh, come back to my place afterward, guys. And and I had belonged to that place for seven, eight months. Mm-hmm. I didn't know many people. Yeah, same so for now, me too. Yeah. I was in the same boat you were. So, I, was, I think I'd and, been there and, a year. And and Mike lives in Colorado. Yeah. So we're like, yeah, screw it. And my family was out of town. They they leave town when I have a member guest tournament for <laughs> probably, probably Obvious reasons, maybe, but yes, are fun. Yeah. yeah, they are. And so we went over to your place and just had a blast. Yeah, we did. Just Lots had of good an people, blast. and a bunch of other people came over. Yeah, people right? from the club, people, people I had club, met, people in the neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was, it was, and it was just a really good time. There were a few beverages, right? But there was nothing crazy. We all were. Yeah, everybody was just having. Day. Everybody yeah. was, you know, talking about where they came from and what they do, yeah. and you know, getting to know people, right? Yeah. And we've been talking shit to each other ever since. Yeah, lots of shit. <laughs> And, and honestly, man, it's been fun. I think, you know, as we've, as we've talked, as we've had conversations, I think you and I both feel like we've, we've both been in like several leadership positions in our life. Right. And I think both of us understand that with that comes uh, some responsibility, like how you're going to wield some of that leadership capability or, or responsibility or whatever you want to call it. And, you know, man, this is this is kind of why we're doing this too, right? We we have some of these discussions, and we feel like, wow, this is stuff that I wish more people talked about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wish I wish we would be able to have more conversations like this with people out in public. Yep. And at, we're kind of like, fuck it, let's yeah. just let's just talk about it here, and hopefully open up some doors and, and give people an opportunity to to chime in, right? You know, and and, and kind of give their input, yeah, on and, some of these things we discuss. And when you talk about learning, right? Like I've yeah. got, I've got a very old friend, a, a, a you know, a fellow Marine who I served with. His name is Martin Carell. Who shout out to him? He just got his doctorate, so he's ah, now Doctor Carell, yeah, Doctor Doctor, right? So, <laughs> so, so he 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 had for the longest time, and him and I both taught. I want to say 2000, 2001 timeframe. Him and I both taught at the schoolhouse, right? Uh, and yep. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, and he had a he had a, a in his signature line on his email. He had this this quote, which is which is misattributed to Edmund Burke. But the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing, right? Mm-hmm. And I always saw that, and I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I forgot that that sentiment. I forgot what that means. Yeah. And he's always, he's always had it like in every correspondence he's had and everything that he's done. So I think to some, to kind of bring this back around to that, that original question of what do we want to do here? Right. I'm tired of doing nothing. Amen. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of sitting back on everything will take care of itself. Yeah. Right. I'm, Cause it's not happening that way. No, it, it's, it's easy. It's, it's complete. Easy. It's and easy not, not only is it not happening that way, but it's going way off yeah. to the other. Yeah. There's the a lot of scary things happening, right? That's that right. make you go like, holy cow. And, and not only, you know, are there a lot of scary things happening? I think it's interesting for me because I'm not a, I'm not a person that's engrossed in like, I utilize social media a lot for things for, for marketing, for, for marketing for and marketing, business yes. reasons. Yep. Um, but I found myself like even during COVID, dude, I found myself really getting sucked into to weird places and social media discussions and, you know, talking shit and trying yep. to trying yep. to make points and, yep. you know, but I found myself wasting a lot of time. Right. Oh yeah. And all of a sudden I'm kind of like, dude, I don't know if I really like this time suck 
thing yeah. that's happening. And so from that time, dude, I've really tried to make a point to get away from it more and more. And so some of these like current event issues, I'm not really up to speed, right? I'm not listening to what the media is saying, but I get to take in a lot of information from what I hear from other people. And all of a sudden it's interesting how that perspective is different, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I think being it's, told a specific story and then hearing multiple different stories and making your own opinion are two really different things. A hundred percent. There's And there's so many different voices or there's so many different channels, if you will, that are, that are saying different things. Right. So how do you distill all of that information and figure out what's true and what's not? Yeah. Right? And I think at the end, I mean, common ground, right? Common sense has yeah. to play out <laughs> at some point. Yeah. What, right? Yeah. Where, like, did that, where did that go? You know, I, I mean, the, the, you know, the Durham report that just came out, you've got one half of the political spectrum saying, oh, my God, we need more investigations. You got the other half of the political spectrum going, that's all, all a huge lie. Where the hell? What, what is it? What yeah. is it? What's the truth? And and is it the right place for our energy to be focused? Correct. Is it the right place for our dollars to be focused? Yep. Yeah. Like why why are we? What is the motive behind some of these things that are happening? Well, and you're you're forty one. Yeah, right? forty one. Forty one. Right. Forty seven. <laughs> anyway, I know I look a lot younger. Thank you very much. Hey, but you just became a grandfather. I, did, by I, I, I gotta I say, did. shout out. As a matter of fact, congrats, Dale, your Dale's, granddad. Dale is five, six weeks. Six weeks. Six dude. weeks old. I was in Dayton, Ohio, with my lovely daughter Megan and her husband Zach last week. Yeah, uh, I spent a lot of time holding the boy. You know, the peanut. Yeah, about this big, right? I saw the pictures, dude. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm not sure that kid's really your bloodline. He's hey, pretty hey, cute. Hey, hey he's hey. pretty good looking kid. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, dude. And he's, is, I, and he, and, and Megan, he, Megan's and a beautiful he, girl. Megan's so that's, beautiful. You know, and, and you know, you know what six week old kids do. They eat, they shit, and they sleep. Oh, it's, and it's, it's a beautiful wonderful. thing. They can't even cry and at that point. Well, it's they, like, they, they're like, no, they, no, no, he belts Wing. it out. He belts it out. Really? Oh, I remember like the, but, the mini but, cries, but you know? Here's, here's the thing. So we're both parents, obviously, but yeah. like when we had ours, right, they start crying. You got to do something. Yeah. Like you got to go into action. Yeah. As a grandparent, buddy, <laughs> starts crying or you feel that... <laughs> Right, you're like, oh hey, here you go, <laughs> man. I'm out. Hey, thanks. You know, I'm just gonna, yeah. I'll be here sitting here when you come yeah. back and want to hand him back to me. Right? I told like, you, dude, my dad looked at me at one point. And he's like, Carter, I realize now the reason I never killed you when you were a kid was for the grandkids. <laughs> I'm like, ah, okay. thanks a lot. Fair for that. enough. Yeah. Speaking of kids, like you talked about, you're 41, right? You're, yeah. That's where I was going with this. You, you're, you, you realize you were wasting your time. Yeah. You understood that, like, this is sucking me in. Yeah. And, and I'm, and I'm. I'm, I'm sideways myself. Right? Yeah. Think about a 13 or a 12 year old or a 10 year old right. or a 15 year old kid. Yeah. Getting sucked into that shit. And it's totally different. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's totally different than from what we're watching. Right. Oh, dude, from, from if I hadn't had to go through times in my life of really soul searching and changing my actions, no way do I come to that realization. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, that's a maturity thing, I think, right? Where it's kind of like, wait a minute, is this really, is this really the right thing? Yeah. You know, is this really what I should be doing? And and here's the the crazy thing is, it's it's like anything, man. That adrenaline rush, the adrenaline junkie seeking kind of mindset of like, it got me excited, dude, to get into like heated discussions with people. But at the same time, it's so different than than this yeah, right yeah. It's, it's not the same thing to go in and yeah and people are all trying to go out and google stuff and copy and paste statistics and copy and paste and do this and do that and you know knowing full well that there's a very heavily filtered amount of information available yeah. to anybody yeah. and, and anybody who's naive enough to believe that that's not the case i think is a, is a fool yeah it, it's interesting because you know we're not stupid Right. No, we're the brightest been guys in the world, but we're not stupid. Right. But we see some stuff. I remember. I remember being the guy that if you didn't agree with me, you were stupid. Oh, me right? too. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's yeah. and that's that's what that's yeah. changed. Yeah, that's changed. Like if you didn't if you didn't if you didn't agree with what I was saying, or if you didn't agree with the way I wanted to do it, it was my way or the highway, or you were stupid and you weren't yeah. worth the, weren't, you were you were an oxygen bandit, right? Like. But now it's different now. And, and I even I even today and I think we're going to do some of this in this podcast is I'll take the other side, even if I don't agree with it and I'll argue it. I'll debate it. Right. But yeah. it'll be but it'll be substantive. Right. It'll be purposeful. Right. right? It'll be it'll be something that gets I think Look, it's fun to play. The, it's fun to play devil's advocate in any case. And I think it's important if we're going to progress. Yeah. 
to try to understand, you know, the, the other sides of discussions to try to understand where people come from. I think in any set of, uh, we talked a lot the other night about policies and about regulations yeah, and yeah. about guidelines and how those things are spewed down at this point from, you know, people like insurance companies, yeah, agents, yeah. and, you know, this is a really like, wait a minute, what? Like, yeah. so the, so the people who are making guidelines and setting policies are the people who are making money off of, you know, the set guidelines. Like yeah. it's, it's just a very tainted, you know, set of, of, chain of, of action right yeah. that has to happen for these things to change and there's no accountability. it's messy there's no accountability there's no accountability right. it's it's just it's it's really gotten scary yeah right it's yeah. really gotten scary and i think that if if we're told this story that hey you know we're, we're looking out for you man we're looking out for you and your best interests okay prove it yeah show me in the results dude give in my experience i need to physically yeah. tangibly experience the results of what you're telling yeah. me and when that's not happening i'm asking questions bro and i want to see receipts you're right yeah. i'm like wait a minute wait yeah. a minute this yeah. is not what you promised me that's right there's a lot of people who kind of i think it's easier and i've gotten into this and this is part of what we've talked about about doing nothing right right Where it's like right. ah it's too big there's nothing i can do yeah. uh whatever the machine's already moving dude, we, we do need to do something yeah. right i yeah. think it starts at a local level it starts with local government it starts with school boards and school systems it starts with our public entity offices that are dude we've got the ability to try to have positive impact on yeah. some of these things and unite as a people and understand that dude this is our country yeah this is our country and it is what we make of it yeah and sitting back and sitting on our hands and let greed and political viewpoints and i think we both agree on this too man the the corruption is full circle yep it's not this side that side it's not dude it's it's everywhere it's It's, it's, unfortunately it's it's infiltrated every single aspect of government because there's too much money involved man and who can i buy that's right. Who can I buy? It doesn't I don't care what they what they stand for because really they don't stand for much right. anyway. But who can I buy? Yeah. Who can, unfortunately, who can I gain man, we, influence? With? Unfortunately, we've created a system where you know economic it's it's power is related to economics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, if you, the only power that you really can control is economic power. Yeah. People who are doing wonderful things for other humans don't have power. They're not given power in our society, dude. People who are out there doing the right thing and trying to, you know do preservation work and do they're not they're not given power right. bro nobody listens to that voice well there's no well, well most of the time they're not they're not speaking and, and a lot of times they don't have doing. a they don't have a they, stage they don't have a platform they right. don't have a stage they don't have a way and so you know why not us you why know why not, not everybody else you know this is this is our opportunity to tell people to have a conversation tell someone what you're doing Yep. You know, during one of these one of these episodes, we're going to get into the 13,500 trees that you planted here locally, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like we're going we're to talk about those things because it means something, right? And everybody who's watching, listening, who's at home saying, I'm doing all of this and I'm still getting either screwed or I feel like, you know, things are happening without, you know, either not necessarily against their will, but like without without my, you know, approval, without their consent, without yeah. their approval, right? Like you have an opportunity to have a conversation with somebody and I hope we exemplify that. I love it. I love it. Well, I tell you what, dude, let's, uh, let's take a little quick breather and then we'll get into some more discussion about yeah. background and some other stuff. Let's do it. All right, man. Yeah. All right, quick little break. Yeah, we got some Pepsi. I got some. I got some water. You say uh, you say Pepsi. We got to like hit them up for something. I think after that. Yeah, we might have. We got Pepsi stuff in the background. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, take the Coke stuff down. Yeah, Amber's decorations. Um, Okay, so let's talk a little bit about um, just. I want to get more into like just the background stuff, so people know who we are and kind of where we come from. Tell me about a little bit about, you know, where you're from, uh, you know, your, your little bit of your childhood, maybe how you got into the, yeah. the Marine Corps. Yeah, I can tell yeah, I can, I can tell that. Um, yeah, so I grew up actually in Connecticut. I would hope you can tell. It's your fucking story. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I grew up in Connecticut. I grew up my, you know, uh, my mom passed early on. I was raised by my grandmother more than anything. I lived in her house, a house that I still yeah, have. Grandmothers are awesome. Dude. Yeah. Good grandmothers are that's a big house deal. that stays in the family to this day. Wow. Uh, my cousin lives there now, my cousin Holly, with her daughter. Um, but yeah, I mean, normal normal New England upbringing. You know, church every Wednesday and Sunday. 
okay, uh, yep. Catholic Church, and um, lots of lots of lots of sports. I mean, yep. the days were filled with jumping on your bike and going to Fairchild Park and playing wiffle ball. Yeah, the good old days, bro. Right? And, yeah, or or taking the bike to Watertown, which is twenty miles away. Right? <laughs> like just in a day, you just rode your bike there, right? Yeah. Like, and, and so it was pretty. And when the street lights come on, you went home. Yep. You played. You played. You know, football in the street. Right, like yep. it was a normal kind of. I think I think a normal upbringing for that time. Yep. it's completely different now. It is different. It's, yeah. I mean, kids wouldn't know when streetlights come on. Because yeah, and you don't let room. your kid take off on a bike twenty miles anymore and feel comfortable. Yeah, exactly, about it. exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we we had a problem sending the kids to the mailbox, which is I know, man, it's scary. Road, yeah, right? it's like, unfortunate, but yeah. Um, but in any case, um, so. The, the, the real story you're looking for is how I got in the Yeah, yeah, because I know some yeah, of the story, and yeah. it's pretty good. So <laughs> I was, I, I mentioned, I mentioned I was a bad kid, right? Like the discipline problems, this, that, and the other. Um, I mean, not, but, but it wasn't really anything that, it wasn't really anything that kids, normal kids. I think it's great to. that you act like you've grown out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like in this environment, because I know better. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Anyway, so I mean... <laughs> I mean, we were known for doing things like shenanigans, know, dude. Shenanigans. Yeah, I mean, kids, just, kids, shenanigans, kids making do. bad decisions. Things, things that kids do. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm I pretty, did a lot of stupid stuff. I, I, so I, I get was it. really quick. I can get into a car and get out of there pretty fast. You know, little stick, little thum, and so you were out wiring cars. Yeah, I mean, it was easy, right? Like, and it wasn't. We weren't trashing them. We weren't doing anything crazy, right? Um, just A to B kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> no big deal. No, <laughs> no Grand Theft Auto. No big deal, man. It's whatever. So eventually we get caught, and then we get caught. <laughs> it always happens. Others. Yeah, it always happens. Always happens. It's, not, always it's happens, not a matter right? of if it's when. So, so and then and then there was some there was some uh, some mailbox baseball. Yeah, what kids do? I know. What, yeah, what teenage did, yeah. kids do right. Yeah. Um, until you hit that first cement one, and then you, you don't. Do that yeah. Much. Well, yeah, where you get caught. And, yeah. yeah. So. So anyway, um, my best friend uh, to this day, um, Dave, um, he's the grand, he's the godfather of my twelve year old. I'm the godfather of his oldest. Son. Yeah, cool. Um, so those relationships last, and they mean something. Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. Um, so we got caught. We're in court and all. But his father, the big guy, yeah, who he was a horse marine in Vietnam, a couple of tours. And he was that he was that guy. He went from Lance Corporal to Staff Sergeant back to Lance Corporal to Staff Sergeant. Yeah. Right? Like he 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 did his thing and he was and he was a man. Yeah. And everybody in that neighborhood was scared to death of the big guy. Yeah. Because he didn't screw around. Yeah. Right. And he worked at a he worked at something called Southbury um, um, Southbury Rehabilitation Center. You, I, you could take a wild guess as to what that is, bad kids and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. And and like he everybody everyone was scared to death of him. Yeah. Well, he followed. He, Alpha so, male. So, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so Dave followed his father's f- footsteps. Okay. And in between our junior and senior year of high school, he joined the Marine Corps. Okay. Right? And so there was a recruiter by the name of Sergeant Wargo. Sergeant Wargo was probably five foot nine. Okay. Yeah. And he, But he was six feet wide. Like he uh, was yeah. mad. He was huge. Muscle? Oh, yeah. All muscle. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And he would like a bowling ball. He would come around, (laughs) and we're and we're in the yard playing wiffle ball, or we're on our skateboards, or we're upstairs playing Tecmo Ball, right? Yeah, oh yeah, miss that game, yeah. Um, And he and and this recruiter would show up because Dave joined so early. He was in what's called the delayed entry program, the DEP, right? Yep. So the recruiter would come around every now and again just to check in, make sure that you know, you know, that he's still still good. Has it changed his mind? Yeah. Yeah. I would run out the back door. Every time I heard the car, or I, I heard the car, I look out and I see it's him. I'm out the bat. The government, you know, the government uh, Chevrolet Malibu or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the standard, the standard, yeah, yeah issue yep. vehicle. Um, I, I saw him. I'm out the back door. Yeah. I'm running. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving, right? Because I, as I know, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get snared, right? <laughs> um, I was a pretty decent basketball player back in the day, so I was my. I had dreams of kind of going. I know I wasn't going to D one, but I had dreams of like a D two or a D three. Yeah, playing yeah, sure. some basketball, doing some schooling, that kind of thing. Yeah, those those crimes, as we'll as we'll refer to them. Yeah, um, they were. Uh, that was that was gonna be be a be a be a be a road bump, a speed bump on. In, in the oh yeah, time. yeah. So we're in court one time. And I'll never forget this. And Wargo stand, Sergeant Wargo is standing there, and the judge looks at me and goes, "Well, your friend's got it figured out. What are you gonna do?" And so yeah. it turns out, like my joining the Marine Corps didn't get me out of the trouble, but it got me out of 
the uh, the, the consequences. The consequences. Yeah, potential. Like consequences. we had to replace mailboxes and shit like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, not completely out of the consequences, yeah, out of the bad consequences. Right, right. but potentially like not, worse. Not, not spending time in jail. Right, kind of shit. Right, right, yeah. So, so I joined. Wargo was happy, of course. Oh, I, yeah. I, I was seventeen. My father had to sign. Like I went to the Marine Corps when I was seventeen. I didn't go. You know, I, I couldn't do it myself. Yeah. My father went through the roof. Right. Yeah. Like, seventeen, dude. You're like you're a baby still. Yeah. Exactly. At seventeen. I mean, exactly. like. I didn't. I couldn't even tie my own shoes yeah, at right. seventeen. You know, and I thought so, I was really smart then. Though. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, I, was, I knew a lot. So, so I, so I went in, man, and I'll tell you, it, I, it changed me. It yeah. absolutely, a hundred percent changed me for the better. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, I was, I was a shithead even in boot camp, but I got straightened right out. Oh yeah, I can. I got straightened some right out. Stories, I'll yeah. never forget. And for, for for those of you who spent some time in the Marines and in boot camp, and and for some of the other services, and, and you have experiences too. But I'll never forget about four days before graduation, I mouthed off. Or I, no, I was laughing while we were getting. You get something called quarter decked, and it's where you do, you know, jumping jacks and push ups and eight count bodybuilders and, and flutter kicks and all this shit in one end of the squad bay to just to wear you out. Yeah. It's punishment, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. And we hadn't done something. Someone left the footlocker unlocked or someone, the corner on their bed wasn't tight enough or something. So a group of us got pulled. And we're up there. And one kid, um, <laughs> I won't say his name, but one kid was still struggling a little. Mm-hmm. And by that point, I, I, was in, I was in the greatest shape, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, and I was, and so I was Taking the punishment. I was laughing. Mm-hmm. I was laughing at the kid while he was getting yelled at. And one of the other, so the drill instructor that was thrashing us, one of the other drill instructors saw me laughing. Oh, boy. So he beelines it. He beelines it right <laughs> for me. This is and now this is more. This is more. This is right okay. when we got up, right? So this is this is six forty-five a.m. Yeah, right. Zero six forty-five, right? And next thing I know, it's eighteen hundred. It's Ooh. six o'clock at night, and this one drill instructor still has me going. Now we we were in first battalion. You know, I was platoon eleven eighteen, laundry number fifty-nine. Right. Yep. We were on the third deck. Okay. The sand pit, which. Paris Island is Paris Island, South Carolina. It's okay. famous for the sand pits. Was down obviously on the ground, down yep. three floors. Yep. Do you know for that twelve hours or whatever it was, I went up and down those stairs, and in the sand pit, out of the sand pit, all the way up the stairs. Did my push ups, whatever. Ugh. Down the stairs, in the sand pit, back up. No. Oh yeah. Twelve hours. That's puke worthy. Twelve hours. Oh puke worthy. Twelve hours. Didn't eat. You can't do that today. Like kids, yeah, will, kids yeah, will go crazy yeah. and pull stress cards or whatever. Yeah, shit's soft. Like yeah, but just thrashed. And this was four days before graduation. Yeah, four days. If I had any, if I had any kind of, you know, ill in me, like <laughs> it's it gone at that yeah. point. After <laughs> yeah. that day, it was completely gone. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was completely gone. Yeah, that's, came, that's breaking. You, came man. home with a different perspective. It, it, it broke. It yeah, broke. that happens. Yeah, came home with a different perspective. Not that the rest of the thirteen weeks didn't do that, but that one day just in particular stands out. Well, yeah, I obviously you remember destroyed. it. Yeah. Got destroyed. I can tell you other stories about when we ate too much and you, they made us throw up all over the place. And yeah, all kinds of stuff. It was stuffed peppers. It was really gross. But anyway, um, so so <laughs> that's so, bad coming back up too. Bro. It's like it's is it like really rice bad. and the whole it's thing. Really bad. Uh, so anyway, ew. so so what? What? I'll tell you. Okay. So now that we got there, I'll tell you. Oh, so we spent. So so we spent. Um, you, you go in the chow hall. You sit down. You have typically ten minutes, maybe twelve. You eat. You get up. You get back out. You're in formation. That's it. Yeah. You're back at it. Right. Drill instructor got caught talking to another drill instructor or something. I don't know what he was doing, but we were there for 20 minutes. So what happens when you're there for 20 minutes? You eat more and more and more and more and more. Yeah. And so we were then little piggies who didn't, who didn't do what we were supposed to do on time. Yeah. So when we get back to the, to the squad bay, it was fill your two canteens and start drinking. Yeah. Keep drinking. You don't need two canteens, go fill them up again. Get back online. Start oh. drinking. And we just drank and drank and drank water, 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 water until everybody in the entire place. Oh, oh dude. That's and, and so in, in these squad bays, you, you, you face each other. Everybody faces each other. The racks are behind you. There's an open area in the middle, right? So there's throw up everywhere in the middle. And then how do, how do you, who has to clean it up? You do. We do. You do. And, oh, how, and how do we do it? With towels in our hands, on our hands and knees, and we have to push. 
all the throw up to one end of the squad, uh, one end of the squad bay. So you're pushing it and you're throwing up while you're doing it. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. Vomit's like the worst. Yeah, it's the worst. It's the worst. So yeah, that 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 tends to change. I mean, this is kind of an important thing: vomit or shit. What's what's it's the Uh, worst of two evils. It's your shit. It's roses, so oh, it's vomit. Man, I don't know. It depends on the shit's <laughs> consistency. You know what I mean? I mean, if it's like runny shit, I don't know, man. I think that's a, the yeah. tough one, bro. Yeah. Anyways, go a lot ahead. Of corn. Sorry. I know it's just anyway, brought up weird. Yeah. So, so, so I, I get out of the Marine Corps. Um, you know, uh, did some time doing a lot of things, um, and I get out and I got into sales and I got into financial services and yeah. Um, so so your so your transition to civilian yeah. life occurs and you it, go, it, it occurs and it wasn't without it wasn't without you know uh, tough times. Yeah, you know, I'm ra- sure. Man, yeah. tuna fish. I, I don't know anybody that doesn't go ra- through ra- a, tuna fish when you go to a commission only gig. Right? Yeah, right, right. Um, a lot, yeah, a lot of a lot there. of the guys I served with, um, you know, in that field, you know, they did things. They went up to like DC. You know, mm-hmm. yep. three, three, three letter agency here, there kind of thing. Some of them are still doing it, and you know, I, you know, some of them just hate it, but some of them yeah. really enjoy it, right? Yeah. What's the reason you never got into like politics? Because obviously, I mean, you've got the resume, right? You've well, got, but because you're you're a, you're well educated, so you're a well educated guy. Well, so, too. so, so yeah, let's talk so, about so, that. So, so as I was getting out, I started I started to go to college. Yep. Because I was an instructor in my last couple of years. Yep. Yep. So I had time to go to school, right? And yep. Between and, the, and you were smart enough to take advantage yeah, of the opportunity and, and with to the GI Bill, right? So, yep. Good for um, you. The, for the thing that you sign at about three a.m. when you arrive in Paris Island, they give you a bunch of forms to sign. The GI Bill is one of them. I didn't know I signed for it, but I did. I was glad I did. Yep. So yeah, I'm glad you did. Yeah. So so I I, I I got my associate's degree while I was still in. Okay. And then I took about a year after I got out to finish my bachelor's in accounting. Yep. Right? And I thought I was going to be in accounting. Yeah, because you're such a detail-oriented guy. Yeah, so that didn't quite work out, right? Thank the Lord. (laughs) So anyway, so I got into sales, and it's it's been it's been awesome. Yeah, and 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 as I some great opportunities in the sales world. As I and as I grew, you know, and you take different promotions to like branch manager, and then to to AVP, and then VP, and then all that stuff, right? Like the 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 most joy I've had in all of that is building teams. Yes. So yep. I go back in this story. I go back to playing wiffle ball during the day, being part yeah. of little league, yeah. right? Being part of you know a high school football team, yep. right? And doing all of those things that's te- that are team oriented, right? And you're always with your friends. You're always and, doing and you and you're also in an environment, man, where you need the people around you to yeah. be successful. Correct. Right. If you want to succeed yeah. in any of those things you just mentioned, yeah. whether yeah. all the way from wiffle ball to yeah. you know having a squad run around, out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to. Everybody has to succeed for yeah. the team. If everybody's successful, dude, the team wins every fucking time, yep. bro. Every I mean, time. And, and remember, like at least when I was a kid, and I don't know about Iowa, but like you had high school sports. Yeah. You had intramurals. You had the leagues like little league and pee wee football and yep. all of that. Um, Prospect Naugatuck Football League. We had yeah. right. There was CYO, you know, the church youth organization, yep. right? That, that basketball team, right? Like there was, you could play something and, and, and not just one sport, like right. a lot of kids Lots do of today, sport, yeah. but like you played three, four sports yeah. all year. Yeah, our school was, was so small, dude, like something. we needed every kid. So like you, coaches wanted you to play every yeah. sport, even if you weren't very good at yeah. it. They wanted you to play every sport just to have enough kids, man, yeah. to be able to you know, have kids on the bench and you know yeah. what I mean? It's we, like, did, we didn't totally have a different. golf team. Which I'm pissed off about. Yeah. Well, today I'm pissed off. Well, about last night you kids, proved how good of a golfer you hey, were. So. Hey, hey, hey. It's a simulator. It's only I, like no, a, I was barefoot. I mean, getting beat by relax. ten strokes is no, no by a guy that's got a worse anyway, handicap. Not my clubs, but whatever. It's, it's whatever. Yeah. It's, so it's we have one kid who played for a different high school's golf team because we didn't have a golf team. Yeah. And that's the kid we stuck in lockers. But like he's probably like a plus handicap. Yeah, <laughs> and that pisses me off, right? <laughs> Screw that kid. Uh, so so anyway, so so you know, going back to that team yeah. aspect and, and 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 team building, you know, that's what I I think I got really good at. Right. Growing up and and you know getting you know more positions of authority, like moving up the ladder, if you want to say yeah. it that way. Yep. Right, like building a really, really good team. I had an experience from 2019 through 2021, so three years, um, at, a, at a technology company. So I, I did sales and financial services for a while. I think yeah, it was yeah. 2016, I got into software. Yep. 
All right, so I got in a software. There was an acquisition. A guy I played golf with at my at the at the club. Yeah. Right. My, the, the club before Superstition Mountain. Yeah. A guy I played golf with. We went to the Masters. Right? Yeah. Um. And if you ever want to hear friends. about the, me playing Augusta National Golf Club, I can tell that story too. But anyway, we'll um, get to that for yeah, sure because we'll, we'll that's a, that's a good that's one. a good story. But. Uh, so we went to the Masters. We're watching the Masters one day. We're sitting on 16. We're watching guys hitting over the water. Yeah. And we're just having a conversation. He's talking about this acquisition, and I'm asking him questions. And next thing I know, I'm, I'm, I'm selling software through title insurance companies. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Right? Because yeah, how of, did I get here? Yeah. yeah and, and it was all because of golf. It was, it was all because. Networking. Networking right? right? Networking, meeting um, people. And so a couple of years later, I got put, put in a, a, a very decent position of authority. And. I built a massive team, and it was yeah. the best team. I had a right-hand man who's a stud, who you've met, Brady. Yeah, right? yep, yep, um, I met Brady. I've had, I had these, you know, Kevin, Brady, the other Brady, um, yeah. and Bobby. Uh, just and, a, and i got to say something, because Andrew, I think this is important. This is studs. This is important to me, because one of the reasons that I, I had immediate respect for you was listening to these guys talk about working with you. Right. And, and seeing the level of respect that these guys have that I've met, yeah. you know what I mean? Which yeah. isn't very many, but th there's a yeah. consistent theme yeah. there of like, dude, Mike was a great guy to work with, work for. I mean, they say work for. I think yeah. we think of work, work with. with. Um, but, you know, dude, that kudos, man. Yeah. Right. Like that's it. you got to pat yourself yeah. on the we, back. We, like, that's not very easy to do to get yeah. to get people to want to work hard for the good of the whole. Right. We, we, we killed it, man. Yeah, we I'm sure. When you can get that momentum going, it works. We killed it. And most of us have moved on since then, since 2021, 2022, last okay. year. Most of us have moved on for good reasons. Right. Not, not, not for bad reasons, but for good reasons, right? And that company's still doing well. There's still a few of those guys there. Yep. But, like, we just had, we had that. You got the squad going, We man. had that thing. Yeah. We had it. Yeah. And it just worked. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not. You guys I'm were not, like the Bulls in the 90s. Yeah, exactly. And I, and I, and I, <laughs> hundred percent, right? I am not going to sit here and tell you that it was all work and no play. Like we, well, it's got to be fun, man. That's part sure, of the, that's part of why you guys want to work hard. It's got to be fun. We made sure we got what we needed to get done, and then we went and had a good time. Right, right, right. And sometimes that line bled a little bit, but we always got what we needed to get done. We always hit quotas. We always hit goals. Yeah, we always, I, I would say, man, some always, of the most we always did what we needed to do. And we had a lot of fun doing it. And we yeah. all got really, really close. Yeah. I mean. Well, you cared about each other's success. Yeah. I saw, I watched the, I, I'm a, 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 we'll get into this, I'm sure at some point, but I'm a huge baseball guy. Right. And the, yeah. they had the, t, the, the Terry Francona story on the, the MLB network the other night. Like yeah. A couple weeks ago. And dude, he's a, he's a player's coach, right? Like he's yeah. a player's manager. And he's like, I don't care what people think. I want to be close to my people. And I, I felt the same way in that scenario where, or in most scenarios where I just, I, I like having everybody close. Right. And, and, and push comes to shove, there's a line, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you still got to separate work just, from you personal. Se you separate, yeah. but, but if you have the right people, you never, you never get to that point. That's right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's doesn't a blurry matter. line. If you, if you have yeah. the right people and there's enough of a relationship, you can tell people to fuck off if you have right. a relationship. You can tell people they're fucking up. You can tell people that they're doing a shitty job and you need them to step up right? if you have a relationship. Yeah, that, you've, that respect has to be there. And it's got to be both ways. Yep. You know, it's it's one thing to tell somebody, hey, I need more. Yep. Um, and, and I went through that too, man, where I didn't realize that, right? I, I took a disrespectful approach yeah. to how that was yeah. when I was like, hey, you don't agree with me? Fuck off. You know, back that was, I think, a lack of maturity on a lot of levels, right? right? Yep. But when that time comes that you realize that you're not, that's not helping, right? That's not helping the team environment. That's not encouraging people to want to work together and to be close with one another. It's like, oh, yeah, maybe I got to do something a yeah. little bit different. Yeah. You know? So, so I mean, that's kind of kind of my story and, and how it's kind of come yeah, to yeah. this. And, and so, like your turn, we're in a man, we're in your man cave. Like, yeah, how, how do we get yeah. here? Yeah, dude. So crazy story. I mean, like you, I I grew up. I think in a pretty like all American kid sort of situation, you know, grew up in rural Iowa, small school. Um, you know, I went to school with the same kids all the way from kindergarten to, yeah. to graduating high school. Um, and the whole time I was growing up, I was like, man, get me out of here. Get me out. You know, I'm in this tiny little place. Um, so I, I, you know, went to school for a little bit, the university of Iowa knew right away, like this isn't, this isn't for me. I'm not going to go through, you know, eight years of college to, to 
find financial, yeah. you know, success that I want to be able to achieve. And also at the same time, man, you know, I'm, I'm using a lot of drugs, drinking a lot, partying, doing a lot of the same stuff you were doing, yeah. getting in trouble. You know, we out to high school, I started getting, you know, just, just doing stupid stuff yep. that, that yep. boys do that they shouldn't do. Um, and I just found myself kind of lost, dude. You know, all of a sudden I'm, I'm, you know, catching myself, you know, telling myself I'm not going to do things and doing them anyway. And, you know, I'm starting all of a sudden my, my ethics and morals are like in a, yep. in a weird spot. Yep. And dude, that's a that's a that's a really interesting place to be, right? It's yeah. a dark place to be, and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, now what am I going to do? Something's got to happen. It's like if something doesn't change, this is not the person and the place that I want to be. Um, so anyway, I was lucky enough to be able to to move to Arizona. Uh, I, I went through uh, an inpatient treatment program, dude. Got my life together. It's kind of one of the requirements for me to move out there with my sister. Was like, dude, you got to get your get yourself cleaned up. Which obviously she's looking out for for me, right? Yeah. I mean, she cares enough to be like, dude, you gotta you gotta help yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a big thing in my story, dude. Is I've had really good support. I think my whole life. Um, you know, my family has, my parents are divorced and I think I, you know, just like every family dude, there's interesting dynamics, you know, with that situation. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, man, my parents have always supported me and made me feel like, Hey dude, don't give up. You know, I always kind of had that push from the, the bottom of like, just don't give up dude. And I, uh, you know, all of a sudden things started to turn around. My life gets better. You know, I clean my stuff up and now all of a sudden I'm making money and I've got money in my bank account and I'm starting to work for some guys that are pretty talented, pretty successful guys that are teaching me things. I mean, I'm getting an education, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just not a formal yeah. collegiate education. Um, and, you know, long and the short dude got married. I was, you know, after a couple months of knowing a gal, if we go to Vegas and get married in the little white chapel, <laughs> so, so we can, that's an interesting story as well. Uh, but I, you know, that situation didn't work out. So here I find myself 2007, the real estate market, had a real estate license out there was making money, you know, had a good job. Um, and the market starts to take a dump and then I'm going through this divorce. Like, so I, I didn't know what I was going to do. And I came back to Iowa and I randomly put a bunch of resumes out and accepted a position for a guy that was trying to do a startup telecommunication services company. And I uh, started working for this guy out of the basement of his house. And we built that company up into a pretty healthy little business in three years that I was there. It was it was about 13 or 14 employees and I think doing about, you know, 11 or 12 million a year in revenue when I exited. And it was, I started to find out that this guy's a thief. Yeah. Right. And so come home and tell Amber, like, I, I can't, I can't work with this guy anymore. And, uh, you know, the time, man, I've got making good money, right. It's, you know, I got a six figure gig and, uh, I just, there was a lot of fear that this guy's going to throw me under the bus. You know, he's doing illegal shit. And, you know, man, that was the moment where it was like, okay, well, you know, let's go start a business. And I loved what I was doing. I mean, I loved the clientele. I feel like I had found a a sweet little niche in the market that nobody had had kind of perfected. Um, And long and short, dude, that business that I started ended up taking off and we sold the majority share position to a private equity firm in Boston uh, almost two years ago. Two years ago, right? Yeah. Um, so two years ago this summer. Right? Yeah, and and the funny thing is, Mike, is that a lot of people think that the you know I've been able to build generational wealth. You know, at the age of forty one, I feel really fortunate, right? My kids are in a good position. I mean, I feel like I've done that that need as a man to be a provider, dude. I feel like I've checked that box, right? But I worked a lot of fucking hours, bro. Oh, yeah. I missed time with my kids. Yeah. I traveled. I did a lot of stuff I didn't want to do. And nobody really sees that part, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, I, you know, now sitting where I sit, this has been an interesting situation for me to go through, right? Because number one, I didn't realize that I was so caught up in the business and what I was doing and trying to build it every day that I didn't really, you were talking about having that, that narrow or kind of tunnel vision, yeah. right? Of like, just take care of these couple things right around me that are, and that those couple things grew into big things yeah, yeah. that took a lot of time. And I was missing out on, on a lot of stuff. Right. And I'm grateful that that's the path that was kind of laid in front of me and that it worked the way that it did. And obviously I've been extremely blessed, man. And I can't complain. I mean, dude, I feel, I feel, I pinch myself often. Yeah, yeah. You know, I tell people like I'm sometimes I think I'm already dead and I'm in heaven. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's life is that good. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But I went through this period after that transition where all of a sudden I stopped working at my business, which has been my whole life for the last 12 years. 
and dude, I'm, I'm right back to being in that lost. I'm lost. Right. Like, what am I doing? My daily routine's gone. I'm, I'm floating around looking for some shiny thing, yeah. you know, yeah. to, to get me excited again and to make me feel like I've got some risk and some, you know, I'm, I'm missing yeah. out on all of those things. Right. Which maybe sounds silly, but that was a little bit of my high, right. was working through that business. I was, I, I doing the deals excites me, dude. Yeah. I, I love yeah. doing deals, right. Yeah. It's fun to go out and do deals and try to make something out of nothing. So anyway, long and the short, man, that's, that's essentially how we landed here. It was kind of through that whole path. Yeah. And then, you know, I realized really quickly as I was floundering around that I needed to get myself involved in some some stuff, you know, but I really wanted to focus on things I was passionate about. Not, you know, this is the first time in my life I've been able to choose to do things not based on the financial, right. you know, need. It was like, hey, what do I really want to do? And, I have the resources and, to do what I want. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. This yeah. is fucking America, right? It's right. like, dude, I, I have feel like I've lived the American dream. You know, I was yep. the kid that people were like, ooh, man, this guy is going to struggle, you know? And, and as they see me blowing up fucking mailboxes and doing, you know, idiotic <laughs> stuff as a kid. Yep. And, but at the same time, man, all of that was, some of that was boredom, right? It was like, I need to have that engagement and I need to have, you know, things that keep me excited that are positive, you know, that are that are hopefully doing something good. So, so you know, what I'm spending my time on now is I've bought, you know, some farm ground up around where I grew up. Yep. We're doing lots of, you know, restoration, conservation related work for the habitat, um, trying to, you know, create some some generational tree growth in some really old forest areas yeah. kind of along the Maquoketa River here in, in eastern Iowa. Um, so I've been spending a ton of time doing that. Dude, I've been bow hunting a shit ton, yep. which is something I essentially gave up for 10 years of my life that I absolutely love. You know, it's like one of my my passions. It's just that that interaction with nature to me is a really intimate thing. You know, I've talked to you about oh, it quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um and, you know, killing killing stuff is not the purpose of what we do, right? We, I, we actually laugh because, yeah. obviously, our goal is to try to shoot really old animals. Yeah. And, like, you spend way more time trying to keep them alive than you do trying to kill them. You know what I mean? By, what, by, <laughs> by the habitat you create, by That's what you That's right, plant, yes. You try to give them safe, safe yeah, exactly. safety havens, yep. right, to yep. kind of get old and yep. and stay healthy, right? you got to keep healthy healthy herd of yep. animals around, which means, you know, you got to do some population management stuff, and yep. you got to make sure you have food and, yep. you know, just all these things that kind of create this really healthy ecosystem. And that's been, like, a beautiful thing, and that's something my dad got me into as a kid. Um, and, and the first time I, I worked on a little bit of restoration, you know, it was like Carter grabbed that five-gallon bucket, and, you know, we're, we're carrying around buckets of acorns and walnuts and we're throwing you know in places that were crop ground right. and i'm like man this is stupid you know what i mean you know i'm <laughs> like 10 years I, old bro. I'm, okay, here, yeah. bug, I'm like fuck yeah. this you know and all of a sudden man you know five years goes by and i'm able to use this piece of property in my dad's and all of a sudden dude i watched this thing change into something totally it's different awesome. than yeah. what it was yep. and it goes from this sparse you know it was a heavily pastured uh farm that you know all of a sudden now there's no cattle and we've planted all these trees and we've planted and all of a sudden dude all this native grass starts to grow and there's birds and there's bees and butterflies wow, and there's dude yeah, and everything yeah. explodes right now there's turkeys yeah. and then there's more deer and it's just so you know like that was a really cool thing for me to see at a young age yeah. of kind of like holy cow like because it's not it's the same kind of thing dude i feel like society now has taught us that it's immediate gratification right, right. instant entertainment if, it right if it's now, not on my fingertips bro yeah. it's not worth my time exactly. right and, you know, we laugh because we're like, what's the best time to plant a tree? Like 35 years ago. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's, you got, somebody's got to do it, right? And some of these places, especially for us, all of the, all of the ground and all of the land that we work on is, is Maquoketa River watershed. And so, you know, I've watched in the time that I've been alive the, the effects of herbicides flowing into mm -hmm. the Maquoketa River and the effect on plankton and what it does to, to fish fry that are freshly hatched. And, you know, there's this, yeah. there's this long chain of events that occurs. Dude, we have some control over that. We have the ability to create buffers and utilize natural resources and grass and things like well, that to filter some of the, you know, there's there's yeah. solutions to some of these issues, but nobody, there's no incentive. Yeah. There's no economic incentive to, and, and to do no, that, there's right? There's no immediate gratification because it's 35 years later when that tree should yeah, be Yeah, and, and again, man, even the five years, dude, that's a long sure. time for me because I like instant gratification yeah. too. That's why I'm an impulsive but, but guy. I mean, if, if you've traveled to other countries, you know that they have deforested their lands. Absolutely, right? right? I, spent, I spent a chunk of time in 99 in Haiti, and they cut all their mango. The mango was their primary export. They cut all their mango trees down to create firewood and, and charcoal and shit. 
Like they completely stripped. And there's really nasty long term consequences, they completely right? Completely stripped. Dude, that I think land. I think about and that's the poorest nation now in the Western Hemisphere. Absolutely. Mike, I think about the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. Right? I think about the area where the Mississippi River flows into the Gulf. It's a dead zone, dude. Yeah. There's so many chemicals from agriculture and from Drilling from business and, yeah, and yeah. from yeah, just from, every, just from, from industrial. Just from yeah. And yet we're told like, hey man, we should drive an electric car because we're causing the carbon, you know, like Dude, there's so or many, there's the so many irresponsible. Yes, yeah, there's there's on. such a level of irresponsibility. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's one of the yeah. things, right? That I'm spending time. I don't want to. I can talk about that all day. The other thing is, man, I got into one of the businesses that I invested some money in, which is you've helped me out with, which is Holt Kinetic Solutions. Yeah. And Holt Kinetic Solutions, yeah, Holt. Um, and you know, I've known Joe Holt for gosh, probably the last ten or twelve years. Um, Joe's a phenomenal engineer, design guy. I mean, he's a super talented guy. The DOD he, he works. engineer, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And uh, his wife, Angie, also engineer. You know, great people, right? Love, like, really care about the products that they design and develop mm-hmm. and that they sell. Um, and I had the, the opportunity after I'd invested in Holt Kinetic Solutions, which builds custom AR-15 rifles. Um, you know, this is another thing that I'm passionate about, yeah. right? It's it's the two-way. It's really, it's it's a principal thing for me. I'm not some crazy, intelligent, technical gun guy, right? I've been a recreational gun guy my entire life growing up in Iowa, shooting guns since I was a little kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, the, it's about the, what does is, what is the Second Amendment mean and what does it do for us and what is the reason it was put in place? And to me, it's like, hey, dude, if the government can have it, we should be able to have it. We, we have the ability, we need to be able to have the ability to stand up and say no and I look at history, right? When you look at look at crazy dictatorships in history, or you look oh, at yeah. how societies have been swayed and been able to make terrible decisions. I mean, you know, Adolf Hitler is probably the perfect example, right? He was able to sway a lot of people by really skewed propaganda, right, into believing that it was okay to persecute a, a group of people. Yeah. And then when that didn't work, they did it by force, yeah. right? It was, well, hey, if you don't agree, I will... There's consequences well, for that. The, the, dude, if, if we've got to be able, we've got to be able to, yeah. yeah but dude, we've got to be able to defend ourselves, right. right, and stand up against that and say, no, dude, this is not right. Yeah. This is not right, and I'm not just going to get on board with your idea because yeah. you can strong arm me into it. And I know that this is a far cry from, dude. You you know better than anybody. I mean, the military's got some badass shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. And if yeah. if we really turned against ourselves, it's going to be an ugly situation. But like, that's really my biggest fear at this point, Mike. Yeah. You know, I've seen how we've been, again, this wedge has been driven in between people and the utilization of propaganda and fear and fear marketing and media utilization. Dude, calm the fuck down. And polarity, right? Like go go talk to somebody in person, person Mike. Yeah. Go talk to that's somebody talking, in person. That's what, that's what we're talking about. Because when you right? talk to somebody in person, all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, this story that I'm being told, this is not what this person's telling me. Yeah. Well, and, I, you know, that was part of the, you know... Yeah. The, that, that was part of yes, and and you know, man, understanding how any any part of this country at this point where there's a trickle down policy or or a guideline or some sort of there's an agenda. Somebody's best interest is behind that direction. We don't get to see what that is in most cases. We don't understand despite despite what we have, which is considerable. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But this, the, we but we don't get to see it. No. No. Which should scare the shit out of everybody. It should, right? right. It should. And and understanding but, that... And, 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 and let's be very clear. We're not trying to scare anybody, but... No, no. We, this we is need not to true. have these conversations. We need to have this discourse. We need Look, to at, be at some point, talking dude, about this. At some point, people that don't agree need to be able to speak up and yeah. not be told, dude, no, this is what this is what the media says. No, this is what... Yeah, right, get like, canceled. Bullshit. What the fuck does it mean to get yeah. canceled? Like, this is America, dude. Yeah. And, yeah. and same thing, you know, Mike, if I was somebody who listened to everything that somebody told me, I would never have made it through the stuff that I made it through. Correct. So many That's people right. said to me, dude, you're an idiot. So, this is never going to work. Yeah. Don't do this. It's too much risk. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that was, yeah. that was all the time, right? Yeah. Look, man, I, I hear you, but let me go find out for myself. Yeah. So I, I think to kind of, kind of button this up, right? Like if you're, if you're listening to this and you're going... I've had similar experiences. I feel similar ways. I, 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 I like where this is going. I grew up the same way you did. Yeah. Right? Like I, I still believe in that aspect of teamwork, of 
entrepreneurship, of opportunity, of of equal opportunity, which yeah. we'll, let's talk about that. I think that's point. in our next episode. Yeah. That's a big e- point we're going to talk opportunity, about. Right? Yep. Equal opportunity, right? Yep. And what does it outcome, mean? Right? Yep. Right. Equal opportunity, right? Like if, if that's what you're hearing and that appeals, like tune in, have your friends tune in, like let's get this thing, let's get some momentum behind this thing. Because yeah. I think we can not only talk about our stories and we can talk about some things that are going on in the world and we can have our debates and we can we can give our opinions and perspectives, but we need others. We need others, man. We need, we need others to have. And look, this is the point network. of the podcast, right? Yeah. Why not us? Exactly. Why not us? Why not us? Why are we not able to try to get some people to unite? And look, man, I think it's important too to say, you know, even though we may be, you know, we may fit a, a certain, you know, demographic, stereotype, yeah. demographic, whatever it is. But dude, this is about men and women uniting. This is about, you know, people from, you know, I think this idea that you're either on this end of the spectrum or this end of the spectrum. I don't know about you, but most people I know are like really in this spectrum somewhere, right? Yeah, most people. It's not that hard to have a discussion with somebody that's in this much more confined spectrum than what we're told exists out there in the world we live in. Dude, you know, even if you think Mike looks good in this t-shirt, tune into it. Right. I mean, if that's the only reason now you're, ta- I, now you're talking to the majority of the population. Ah, oh, man. Well, hey, dude, I'm right. hey, hey, sex well, sells, Mike. Oh, <laughs> right. shit. All right, so let's take a break. Awesome. I love All it, right. dude. Thanks, guys. Thank you.